In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Here's your top story. Carwell Health South is marking the completion of the latest phase of its pavilion renovation and expansion. At a Monday gala, representatives of Corwell Health said the more than $180 million project will mean better care for patients and a better experience for visitors and staff. Corwell Health CEO Tina Fries-Decker says the project represents the human spirit at work. This building is just one step forward to help us achieve and realize our mission and our vision. A future where health is simple, affordable, equitable, and exceptional. After six years of work, the pavilion is open and the public can see it. Corwell Health South CEO Lauren Hamill told us the facility is designed for comfort and ease. We have improved a lot of technology, improved a lot of space. We believe this is a place where our friends and neighbors will be blessed with health care. And we feel it's a place that we can attract a new generation of healthcare workers, doctors and nurses and other professionals. Hamill says the idea for the new facility came about more than 20 years ago. And at the time, leaders of Lakeland Health decided on a replacement hospital in place, still at the location between Benton Harbor and St. Joseph. All clinic services being moved out of the old buildings into the new 80,000 square feet of space. After a lengthy review process, St. Joseph Public Schools Assistant Superintendent Kristen Box informed the school board last night that a special committee has decided that 13 formally challenged books will stay on the shelves of St. Joseph High School's Media Center. The committee, made up of administrators, teachers, and district parents, Found all titles were suited to the wide range of interests reflecting the abilities and maturity levels of the students served. That's a quote, according to Box. She says the committee examined and evaluated the materials as a whole, not on a basis of passages being pulled out of context, and criteria used for the evaluation and assessment were gleaned from the American Library Association and Michigan Benchmarks for school libraries in the 21st century. It was determined that the books were quote, of high quality and contain depth on important topics relevant to the lives of many high school students, unquote, among other things. The Cook Nuclear Power Plants Unit 2 reactor is back online once again after it was taken offline last Thursday, just a day after completing its latest refueling outage. Cook spokesman Bill Dotty tells us the plant finished its outage last week, was being returned to 100% power when the operations noticed a problem. One of the uh, steam generators, the level reading of water that was being introduced to that steam generator was too high, and that indicator automatically will trip the unit. And that's exactly what happened. It came offline, the operators took over, put it in safe condition, and then we had to determine exactly what happened. From there, staff got to work on the issue. They learned a digital control that manages the feed water system needed to be adjusted, That was done throughout the weekend. They restarted the unit and synced to the grid, and we're back online, and everything is working just fine. Donnie says the public was never in danger. Once crews realized what the issue was, the fix was relatively simple. Unit 2 was offline for 38 days for its latest refueling outage when it was brought back online last week. Donnie says the next refueling outage will be for Unit 1 next fall. The Berrien County Board of Commissioners is applying for a $900,000 grant to construct a 1.8-mile stretch of the Berrien County Linear Trail in New Buffalo Township. At last week's meeting, Commissioner Jim Curran told colleagues that the money will help complete the non-motorized trail from U.S. 12 to Community Hall Road. This resolution is to apply for a $900,000 grant from the MDOT TAP program, and the TAP program is Transportation Alternative Program. $900,000, it has a uh, 40% match, so it would be uh, $540,000, and the 40% match would be $360,000, and this is to apply for it. The Berrien County Lydiard Trail will eventually connect New Buffalo to Bridgman. Meanwhile, there's an ongoing effort to complete the Marquette Greenway Trail from New Buffalo to the Indiana State Line as part of a broader trail to connect New Buffalo and Chicago. 
The Southwest Michigan Planning Commission will help the county write the grant from the 1.8-mile stretch on Red Arrow Highway from US-12 to Community Hall Road. Let's make Michigan a water tech hub. That's the goal of an effort by the Great Lakes Water Studies Institute at Northwest Michigan College and Michigan Tech University. Institute Director Hans von Sommer says they have buoys in Lake Michigan about wind, waves, and water temperature. The idea of forecasting change in the lakes and how it impacts someone who might be recreating on the lake. How do we be better at predicting uh, whether it's a storm event or a wave event or a wind event? These types of information nodes allow us to be better at giving the user that information. And Summerin says they have buoys in northern Michigan, but would like to have them in other Great Lakes in the state. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney.